you're listening to Plan B Podcast. The opinions expressed and shared on this podcast are of our own. Welcome to Plan B.SG. We are five months into this pandemic. More than 150,000 people have died. Genuinely, this is what the science is showing. And granted, you know, initially early on, there was a bit of confusion as to what you needed and what you didn't need. Welcome to Plan B. SG. I'm Zari Smile, and I'm Aaron Ma, and I am Rama. And uh, I think we'd like to share like a synopsis of uh, the National Day Rally. Yes. 2022, 377A has been repealed, and that's all will I can remember. Will be will be repealed. Will be repealed. Will be repealed. Uh, that's the only thing that I can remember mm-hmm. from the NDR. That's the only thing that anybody wants to remember. And uh, okay lah, to be complete, it's a whole slew of changes. Yeah. 377A yeah, 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 yeah. to be repealed, and then the. The definition of a family will be oh yeah constitutionally enshrined. Okay, right. do we have an article for this or we don't know? Mm, there are many actually. Yeah. So if you if you've been looking at the news right, and like mm. frankly, I have not had that much time to look through all the Same. news. Exactly. Uh-huh. I forgot. Um, I forgot the, about the NDR. There, yeah, dude. There <laughs> have been so many it. articles. Mm-hmm. So many articles talking about Trinity Seven Seven A, talking mm. about repeal, talking about. Uh, religious community talking about the their reactions, talking yeah. about uh, the 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 constitution, what it means, having explainers, blah blah uh-huh. blah, and then like the other things that PM Lee uh, announced, like the the mask. Mm. Mm. Nobody made it. It's kind of that. like a second afterthought. Yeah, later, later. But anyway, for the mask, so like I was like, hey, wait, so now mask wear, don't it wear? But he said, wait for the, the announcement from the task force, right? Yeah, got task force so. The inter-ministry task force needs. Oh, who's in charge now? I forgot. I think it was. Uh, it's the same people, right? Yeah, uh. it's uh, Mr. Ong Yee Kang, right? Ah, yeah, Mr. Ong Yee Kang, Mr. Lawrence Wong, and I think one more. I think it's one more. Mm. I can't really remember. But of course, their contributions have been. The great. minister for health, eh? Gan oh. Kim Yong, ah, yes, yes, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Gan, yes, yeah, yes, Mr. Gan, yes. So okay, I mean, so I still know my. But but they have. Uh, I mean, they've obviously <laughs> contributed a lot throughout these few years because yes. as much as most of us have already kind of forgotten mm-hmm. because like COVID is not really honestly COVID is not a thing anymore, right? Like mm-hmm. people, it's not on people's minds anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I just wear a stupid mask, but yeah. even if I get, I'm not scared. Like now, you can go to the doctor for a fever, and you know it's just going to be a fever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Before no this, like, oh shit, shit, shit. Am I going to be positive or no? Actually, the funny thing is, I went. To a doctor today, mm-hmm. and then like, uh, but they still had. So in terms of procedures, it's actually still there. So if oh, you really? call for symptoms, you're not even allowed into the clinic. Oh, ah. I had to fill up my form from outside, uh-huh. and then uh, I, when when the doctor was going to see me, mm. I couldn't go into the clinic. I uh. had to go through the back door. They so put a, a chair area. at the very end, uh-huh. like yeah, a holding area uh-huh. that's sep- like separate from the main clinic, uh-huh. and I just sit there. Your clinic yeah. so strict during the. At uh, the time when COVID was still rife, right? Mm. I still can enter through the front door. Like that's the shed. Uh, no, like, I think they had a few changes in procedure. Ah, yeah, yeah. But she mm. was very strict. She said, "Please don't even turn to face me. Face mm. out." What serious? Ah? Yeah, yeah. Which no doctor said like that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, lah. But she she was strict about things, lah. Uh. I mean, in the end, I was negative, so mm. you know, not not too bad. Yeah, but still, you know, ah, uh, some doctors, ah, uh, they really have the ability to handle the job well. Mm. Okay, and my the the pediatrician that I use, right. I think he's one of the most steady doctors ever. Mm-hmm. Like mm. he sees kids all all day, right? How do you come to this conclusion? If you like, 
Yeah, like because many other pediatricians. No, like so. Okay, so there was one time when my pediatrician was not around, and yeah. yet someone covering him in his clinic, and the dude went all bonkers on <laughs> on on like COVID rules and shit. When the rules had actually oh, yeah, already you, you changed. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, but the other guy, he was like. Yeah, kids are going to have fevers all the time. Mm. You know, as long as you do the ART and they're clear. And mm. you know, it, it's it's different when you are steady. True. Yeah, yeah. And I think that steadiness comes with years of experience. I'm going to yes. pull back the discussion to uh, reactions surrounding yes. the repeal of 3778. Mm. Yeah. Uh, several different reactions that we, we've seen yes. uh, from people that um, are in the pro-LGBT camp. Mm-hmm. Um, some are, in fact, upset that uh, you're going to be defining uh, the institution of marriage yeah. mm. between a man and a woman. Uh, well, they're not go- they're not going to define it mm-hmm. as it is. It's already defined as yeah. between a man and a woman, mm-hmm. right? It's just that they're going to amend the constitution such that they protect the right of parliament to define it. What does mm. it? What does that mean? I'm I I, I don't know how they're going to phrase it, so yeah. I can't comment as yet. yeah yeah. But potentially, I guess uh, there would be some form of special powers before mm-hmm. that can be changed. Then, so. Let me get this. Like, it will not be defined under the constitution, right? Mm, un- yeah. From what they are saying right now, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the definition is found the woman's shatter. It's already there. Yeah. yeah. Which is, uh, do you think this is a smart move? I mean, okay. Like, honestly, if you want like my very blunt yeah, uh-huh. go ahead. response, right? Please. It's like, I mean, all these people that are making noise about it mm-hmm. have been making noise about a stupid point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, okay, I give you a stupid response to a stupid, to a stupid point. I mean, the government's decision to kind of like... Uh... I mean, no, in fact, it's smart, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's yeah. smart in, in, in terms of how they are going to do it, mm-hmm. right? Because, yeah, they appease people. Mm. But the fact is, nothing is going to change. The, mm. the, the, the definition of marriage is still between a man and a woman. It has mm. never been otherwise. Mm. So it's like, what the fuck are you all going on about? No, but with this, like with a simple majority, it can also be challenged, right? <coughs> in the future. Ch- challenge? But like in the court of law, you mean? Uh no, in parliament. I mean the the it's it's amended no, I mean, it's, we, it's defined under the women's charter, right? Yeah. So if the laws in the women's charter change, then the definition of marriage will change, like. Yeah, but mm. I guess they are now gonna make it they're going to include some checks and balances yes. before that change can happen. Uh, but yeah. we, we can't comment as yet because we don't know what Constitutional protection is going to be put yes. in, but mm-hmm. the thing is, I thought it was a it was a brilliant move. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I mean, uh, we've spoke, we've spoken about this before, and I think there is some there is an aspect of the fact that the law itself is potentially archaic. Mm-hmm. The law itself potentially doesn't represent. You're talking about treason, right? Yeah, 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 not the marriage. Yeah, treason, mm-hmm. and because of that, there is definitely sufficient grounds for it to be repealed. And I think the explanation given by our Prime Minister was quite clear. If this is a law that uh, has squ- squarely been pushed back into Parliament because mm-hmm. of the challenges that has been made, it, mm. it needs to be addressed. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, we've had this discussion before where you pushed the, the rhetoric, Zah, where you said, yeah, but if you repeal 377A, what next? What next, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to mm-hmm. redefine marriage? Are you going to do this? And, and like, from a legal perspective as a lawyer, I, I did not see that potential backlash. So I guess the government has, in a sense, addressed that potential backlash by saying, look, this law doesn't apply anymore. We're going to do away with it. But don't worry. Yeah. We're going to do other things to balance it out for the rest of... Which is purely else. a PR kind of uh, consideration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because so, the fact on the ground is not going to change. Mm. In fact, even with the repeal, it's not going to change much because like, 
it hasn't been accompanied with anything else. Mm. It's just that a non-enforced law yeah. is no longer to be on the books to not be enforced. Mm. Yeah. That is all. Yeah. yeah. No no gay person's life mm. is going to suddenly become better. Mm. No uh, straight person's life is suddenly going to get worse. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Mm. Yeah. So I mean like it's it's like there was a point where I like But I almost, it has created a lot of hoo-ha, you know what I mean? It has. And so like I keep saying this, like this really goes back to failure of leaders. Like, and I'm not just talking about politicians and government <laughs> leaders. Right? Mm. Like community leaders. Mm. Mm. It's like you're supposed to be the brains behind your community, right? Mm. You're supposed to be educating your people how to be civilized uh-huh. and operate in a in a in a civilized country like uh, like ours. Mm. How? How how you expect them no, to No, but do you this? see the thing is it's easy to say that in vacuum, right? But the the reality is human emotion will sometimes overtake sense. Yeah. Mm. And and managing that on a large scale is the job of a leader. When you're talking about communities. These it, community leaders it's cannot not, even master a good traction on social not, media. <laughs> it's not an easy job, bro. It's not an easy job. I'm not saying it's easy. But yeah. I mean, if you can't do it, then why are you sitting there? True. <laughs> Parachute. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry, okay. This... At the time of recording mm. A day ago uh, This was released by uh, Channel News Asia uh-huh. And this MOE statement Repeat mm. of 377A Education policies Curriculum to stay anchored On prevailing family values yep. Is mm. MOE mm. And uh, sexuality education Taught in schools Were remain secular Based mm. on traditional values mm. And sensitive to Singapore's Multiracial and multi-religious society Said the Ministry of Education I'm not going to read the whole nice. Thing yeah. And uh yeah, I, I, I'm trying to get a sense of both sides mm. of the spectrum. Mm. Uh, people's emo- emotions and also their reactions. Mm. I've mentioned that, uh, I think previous episode we did mention that um, pro-LGBT camps want to be uh, represented in a lot of aspects, right? Yeah. Like yeah. in policy, in education, in yeah. housing. Mm. And of course, you have the conservatives still on the sp- uh, slippery slope argument. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think initially what they wanted was uh, for the constitution to define to actually, uh, to actually yeah, yeah. and put mm. it in constitution but it, yeah. that has not been granted. That's what I think the, the archbishop yeah. uh-huh. was, was So I'm looking at both, both sides being visibly upset mm. yeah. and uh, moving forward uh, this repeal of 377A um, is met with mixed reactions. Oh for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> like what is your honest assessment of uh, of this like f- as an individual? Mm. What do you mean? Like of the, of the responses? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, so... No, I mean, what, what, do you, what do you make of this? Of the repeal? Yeah. I mean, like, frankly, I just think that it's, it's, it's about damn time. Mm-hmm. But that also, you know, it's not actually going to change anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nobody's lives are actually going to be materially affected by this uh, mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can argue that long term, maybe uh, it sets the, the ground for whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you mentioned PMD, right? And yeah. like, uh, I think Mr. Lawrence Wong actually went on CNA, I think, to, to discuss on an interview about like, why now? Uh-huh. And I think he said something like, because it was, unten- I can't remember if it was him or Mr. Evan Tong, yeah. like, that it was untenable. Uh-huh. Because eventually, if this kept going up to the to the uh, courts, uh-huh. there was a real chance of it being struck down as unconstitutional. Uh-huh. And it's not out of, like nobody plucked that fact out of the sky, uh-huh. but because that happened in India, uh-huh. right? They actually found that, because they had a similar treatment. Yeah. Yeah. They actually found that that was discriminatory mm-hmm. and it was unconstitutional and so it was struck down. Mm-hmm. And so th- I don't think they wanted that here but that also means that deep down they actually knew or at least had some kind of idea mm-hmm. that yeah, actually was kind of unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm conjecturing by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So like what would be ideal like uh, on your end you say that uh, no gay person's uh, life will be changed. Similarly, no conservative person's life will be 
you know, yeah. severely affected with this repeal. Actually, what would be the ideal, uh, I don't say response, but mm-hmm. ideal move for this? I mean, like, honestly, like, the the don't even talk about marriage, lah. Yeah. Mm. Marriage is of is going to be a lot longer down the works, right? Mm. Because the whole idea of marriage as an institution is so deeply entwined with religion. Mm. Yes. Since all the way back then and across many cultures and traditions. Mm. But so what marriage, about civil civil marriage, so no, like, no civil but the civil institution of marriage mm. originated from the religious conception of marriage. Yeah. Okay. So like there is a very strong historical uh, entwinement that you can't just get rid of so easily. Mm-hmm. The idea of civil union is still something that's very like new to us, very mm. raw to us, mm. right? And in fact, I mean, some of the European many countries, people won't even know there's such a thing. Yeah, they, like to mm. them, it's not a concept. Mm. But I mean, in in some parts of Europe, as far as I understand, people have kind of moved away from all these things altogether, and it's kind of like yeah, we just cohabitate, mm. we I just see. live together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, so the, you're not overly concerned with that. No, in fact, the marriage okay. thing is like no, but nobody in their right mind was mm. expecting that gay marriage was gonna get, mm. uh, you know, become a thing in Singapore two years yeah. down the road. Mm. You know, but the thing is, right after this announcement, MDA, uh, M- no, MCI, okay, right, comes out and say, ah, oh, our policy on all this going to stay, ah, uh, or uh, the MDA thing and all that. Yeah, mm. so like if you go gay gay people, uh, they must be portrayed as pedophiles. If you go gay people, what? Uh, they, what? they cannot be portrayed in a positive They didn't say that. They didn't say that. Paraphrasing a bit, lah. Eh. Okay. But like, okay, bro, bro, bro. <laughs> No, it's okay, it's okay. We don't want to get puff I got this. We don't want to get puff yeah. No lah, not puff mat. So, they said something in the vein mm. of we're not going to change our policy, our censorship mm. policy and all okay. this in uh. terms of what, how portrayals or portrayals of gay people can be mm-hmm. in the public space. Mm. I see. Right? And so, they essentially said status quo remains. Yeah. Which I, th- okay, but Wait, can, can, can I also add because uh, when you mentioned this, uh, got me reminded of uh, some postings mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook. I, I don't know whether you're active there. I'm, I'm not overly active there, but sometimes people send me shit uh-huh. and I read. <laughs> uh, I think, uh, and I, I, I find myself quite uh, concerned lah mm-hmm. with the narrative that has been painted. Like, I think recently, um, there was this uh, pedophilic sexual abuse of young boys. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, I think prosecutor said something about that, something that happened in court. Mm-hmm. And then they, uh, I, I, I saw some commentators pulling this into. With the repeal of 377A, which, mm. is, which huh. is totally unnecessary. Yeah. But the thing what is… What was their logic? What was the flow of the argument? Um, they're saying that… Oh, wait, let me just… It's in, it's in Malay, by the way. I don't want to delve too deep into it, but it's just that this is the case about 11 boys being sexually groomed. Yeah. And then saying that uh, this is what happens when you no longer like have, have a law they kind of like uh, they equate they conflict yeah. the, the, so the thing is the timing of the release of this uh, no, so up the, the post release of the fact that the, it will eventually be released mm-hmm. has brought a, a, brought about a spew a whole a whole mirage of different conflations mm. of yeah. Yeah, yeah, ideas yeah. which yeah. I think is totally inaccurate people need to understand that they should separate things they should yes. take one thing at a time and address things one thing at a time because they are not the same. That's why, you know, we spoke with Mr. Adrian Tan, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, President of Law Society, yes. I think last week. Mm-hmm. And then he actually wrote in his own Facebook, uh, no, it wasn't Facebook, it was LinkedIn, right? Uh-huh. He made a post uh-huh. about how, you know, like religious groups remain and they still have the right mm-hmm. to preach that homosexuality is a sin. Uh-huh. That has not changed because yes. criminality and sin mm-hmm. are different concepts. Two different things, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like, you know, so that is what I mean by, you know, that is a leader. Mm. That is somebody who is able to say, yeah, you know, like your, your concerns are valid. But mm. let us sit down and be clear about what our concerns yes, actually yes, are. Yes, agreed. And not run around fanning people mm-hmm. and say, yeah, you see all these things going yeah. to happen. Yeah, we're going to go down the slippery slope. Yeah, yeah we're going yeah. to all these. Mm. Like those are not leaders. Mm-hmm. Those are shit stirrers. Yes. That is what I mean by poor leadership. Huh. Mm-hmm. Darren. For yourself, Raman, mm. what are your thoughts about this? Uh, repeat, I think we've heard uh, mm. kind of like Darren's ideal, uh, you know, situation that he's mm. shared, uh, notably on uh, MCI's position mm-hmm. <laughs> and also uh, IMDA. I think uh, I mean, that's your opinion, and I, yeah, I, I respect yeah. that. Yeah. And I, I can I can vibe with that, mm-hmm. and I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I put myself like uh, in his shoes, right? Mm-hmm. For yourself, I think people should just calm down and mm. and look at it logically. I think the explanation on why the repeal has to take place is quite clear. Mm. Uh, people will definitely get emotive, like I said. Mm-hmm. And people will, will start conflating things and say, oh, uh, if if we go down the slippery slope, what's going to be next? You know, if this changes, uh, what other changes will be coming soon? I think people need to understand that at the end of the day, laws are the fabric of our social contract. Mm, mm, and mm. who makes up that society will continue to be diverse, will continue to be a uh, smorgasbord of different uh, ideologies, a small, yeah. smorgasbord of different people with different backgrounds. So that social contract, that... Uh, agreement that we all have on how we are going to co- coexist yeah. will be something that will continually need to be updated mm. because people will change, ideals will yeah. change, values mm. will change and the laws have to keep up with that. Yeah. It's mm. not just about 3778A, yeah. it's about any law. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the penal code, right? <clears throat> the penal code is constantly up, updated mm. to to bring the law up to pace with changes on how people do different crimes like voyeurism, like doxing, yeah. like uh, like uh, using the internet to do bad things. It is constantly up- updated because things change all the time. And right. things change all the time because as a society, as a community, we will continually change what we think is acceptable or not. Not yep. acceptable. Mm. Really interesting when you mentioned this, I brought myself a few years back mm-hmm. when I was with you mm-hmm. in radio. We were talking about the advent of social vigilantism at yes. one time and then yes. there were laws that surrounded this and it was at the point time a very new concept yes. of seeking justice mm-hmm. and that was the height of like SMRT feedback and all that. Yep. And we, were th- we were talking about that and then amazing right now, uh, 2000. 22 mm-hmm. we're talking about uh, how laws are slowly changing yeah, and, 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 and if you look at it mm-hmm. right whatever we discussed like I think maybe three to four years ago yeah. on, on social vigilantism and all that yeah. now there are laws on it mm. things mm. have been updated things mm. have been mm. continually changed to, to reflect what is currently relevant so yeah. mm. laws will change it doesn't mean that it's going to immediately tomorrow erode family values yeah. it doesn't mean that things will necessarily change like what Darren said, right? But um, we need to see things with an open mind and although Darren is a lot more emotive than I am, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I I do agree that at the end of the day, shit staring is not going to help. If you think Mm -hmm. you want to fight for family values, then fight for family values. But don't conflate things and, and... don't um, equate things, oh, just because this is loud doesn't mean, yeah, it means, uh, therefore, this is going to happen. No, not necessarily so. I've come to terms with several things as Mm. an observer. Mm. Uh, Shit stirring 
will still prevail and continue <laughs> no matter unfortunately, what unfortunately yeah. because yeah. Uh, people uh, people get a lot of entertainment of it mm-hmm. That's true, people actually, like to yeah. see uh, different reactions uh-huh. stroke different emotions it is in uh, hum- your humanistic like uh, human nature nature, uh, human yeah. nature to actually see people You're very easy to do it from behind the screen yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. somehow with anonymity that just one I feel shit stirring will still continue yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in, in the years to come I feel like um, the definition of marriage will be continually challenged mm-hmm. yeah. uh, if conservatives have like a uh, you know, worry about this slippery slope, well, they can continue worrying because it will be. <laughs> no, no but then, be, then, yeah. then, then step up the activism lah. I mean, um, I don't know, like the, the way I'm looking at it, uh-huh. uh, on social media especially, mm-hmm. um, how people are learning values mm. is through mm. these sort of mediums and yeah, platforms. Yeah. Uh, no longer, like what you mentioned through, oh, community leaders should step up. I don't think that's going to help uh-huh. because people are I still going to, you know, people are still going to... I mean, when was the last time you spoke to a committee leader? I don't mm. know. I mean, in, in my field of work, <laughs> I, mean, I do that quite often. Okay. Yeah, I don't, okay? Okay, <laughs> honestly, like, like five years ago, would anybody yeah. be like talking about this? Yeah, so I see uh, people's behaviours and mm. also the way they accept uh, shifting goalposts change because of how they consume. Like the phone is in front of us. Mm. Uh, <laughs> committee leaders can be active all they want on, on different platforms. I don't think it's as effective no, as but what... Yeah. There, there are community leaders that are very... They have big profiles actually on uh-huh. social media. I mean, so, and the thing is, right, like, Sometimes they're not even necessarily bound to the locality. Mm. Uh-huh. They, you don't like a, but do they a influence Singaporean com- yeah. A Singaporean community mm. may not only be receiving like thought influence or whatever mm. from mm. Singaporean community leaders. Mm. You can have, for example, uh influential overseas preachers yes. of whatever mm. religion. Yes. Right? Who who actually do have outsized impact in terms of their social media presence mm. and do influence thought here. Mm. We have seen those things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for the Muslim community. Agreed, right? yes. These things have uh, exist for the Christian community as mm-hmm. well. In particular, mm. some of these very uh, international religions, right? Yeah. Because of their very nature. They they have a global uh, presence, following uh, and congregation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so these things happen. Yeah. And, and for me, like uh it will be interesting to see mm. the developments of society yep. uh, in the years to come. I look forward to the discourse yeah. online. I want to see the kind of uh, brick breads being thrown at each yeah. other. I want to see the response. Uh, not as long as it doesn't escalate to actual violence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I do not want to necessarily like uh, participate in these things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But it will be interesting to look at different perspectives. Yeah. Uh, for this especially how this will no but in know. particular you talked about marriage and yeah. I mean you're right to say that's probably going to be the next big thing yeah, yeah, yeah right? it will because be. it will be the, the fact is that there's no the stopping world is this, changing yeah, yeah mm. the world is moving that, like more and more countries have been accepting and, and recognizing yeah, gay marriages yeah. mm. even some places if I understand correctly some places they don't do it but they recognize it. Mm-hmm. There are changes in these directions. Uh, mm-hmm. So whether or not Singapore will, I, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Because mm-hmm. so far, actually, there hasn't been much push for it in the first place. Mm-hmm. right? Maybe it will come in the next four years. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the fact is that the institution of marriage itself has not stayed constant throughout uh, history. Mm-hmm. The institution of marriage has changed. So like, I mean, what? Are you saying that we are now living in a time of defilement and 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 debauchery and, mm-hmm. and nonsense, you know, compared to our forefathers from maybe a few hundred years ago, yeah. when child marriage was still a thing, mm-hmm. when when having multiple child brides was a thing, mm-hmm. when having multiple brides was a thing, mm-hmm. it's like, I mean, yeah, the marriage, the, the social ma- institution of marriage changes, has changed, will continue to change. Mm-hmm. So it's either you get used to this fact mm-hmm. or you continue living your own bubble. Mm-hmm. And people will continue living in their own bubbles and, until yeah, they unfortunately, die. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, thank you. 
for well, sharing. And uh, what's the next on the agenda? What next mask, on the agenda, mask. <laughs> what mask? Ah? How you feeling about what? the whole unmasking thing? I don't know. Don't man. give a shit, right? Yeah. Actually, who? <laughs> what difference? There isn't much difference now, what? Mm. Right? No, but yeah. I think okay. Honestly, yeah, I still think sometimes masking is good, lah. I think so. Huh? Especially when there are people around you who have a cold and all. That. Okay. Yeah. Like so. me, like I keep coughing now. Eh? Mm, well, no. I mean, I'm, I mean in general, lah. Yeah. I hate to mask up, lah. Mm. Really? Sweating all over. Yeah. Actually, then yeah. Pim- yeah. Hey, pimple, that eh. And right now it's very very warm, you know. Dude, yeah. yeah, the weather is getting actively worse by the day. Mm. See, I'm more worried about that. Mm. Yeah. The, let's talk about the weather. Fuck, mm. yeah. yeah. Fuck. Hey, yeah. if we're gonna talk about the weather yeah. and branch away from India, uh huh. There's one more news or so we should cover. What? What's happening up north? Alamak, dude, there's a uh, criminal to, going I, to jail. I don't know. Uh. <laughs> What's novel about that? <laughs> Ex premier going to jail. Oh, oh man, be bumped up. Criminal ex premier. <laughs> yeah. So, is, is it? Okay for me to say I'm bummed by that. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, okay. it's like it's it's the inevitable, right? Yeah. I know he's gonna be going to jail. No, but yet I still some, you know no, follow his and like his post. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Somehow I thought it wouldn't happen. Sometimes somehow I thought it wouldn't Look, happen. I know it's gonna happen, but just uh. deep inside me like that five percent. Like, what if? He doesn't go to jail. This yeah. is like whoa. Yeah. So, <laughs> so just some background, just some background, just mm. some background. Mm. It's been announced that uh, in in Malaysia, mm-hmm. uh, the ex PM mm-hmm. Najib Razak, mm-hmm. I think his appeal in in mm. the high court, yeah. is the high court, no, the highest court, yeah, yeah the federal uh, court, uh, uh, basically got rejected, rejected yeah, 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 got, yeah, got dismissed. Mm. He tried a lot of stunts, uh. Mm. Um, Including dismissing his lawyer he, at the last minute. Dismissed his lawyer asking <laughs> for the chief because they didn't grant it, right? Mm. I think his lawyers asked the chief justice to be replaced, mm. and then after that he went to the mosque to do this sumpalaknat, mm. where he will he like uh, kind of like um, involve this uh, how to say divine intervention, uh, yeah, kind of thing. Like in the case I lie. May God strike me or something like that. Uh. Uh, divine intervention will put him behind bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and so so yeah la, It's happened. Yeah, I mean. Do you guys like see the judge? The judge was a lady, right? I know, no, no, yeah, no. Cool, she right? high flyer, no, from yeah. Kuantan. Ah, uh, yeah. Teng- Tengku, uh. Teng- uh, Tun. Tengku, Tengku, Tengku. Uh. Yeah, is it? Yeah, Maimon or something, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Wow, historic, historic. I, yeah. I, I, I thought no, like deep inside because we're Singaporeans, right? We always mm-hmm. like law abiding, follow the law. Yeah, Everything yeah, yeah. you, you salah only you go to jail. Mm-hmm. Then deep inside, like, I was thinking, well, what if he doesn't go to jail? Chaos. They'll be yeah. like, whoa, chaos yeah. in Malaysia. Yeah, justice prevails, ah. Yeah. yeah. No, but you know the thing is, right? Like, criminals sometimes do have. Oh yeah, you're right. Ah, tun. Yeah, yeah. Tengku maimun. Tun tengku maimun. Yeah. The fact is that criminals sometimes they really do have uh, fans. I mean, you have people who wrote to to criminals in jail. I mean, look yeah, at, yeah, yeah. You don't wanted to marry them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at Pablo Escobar lah. Even have a whole Netflix series. Yeah. yeah. So there's some draw to like someone <laughs> being so wrong, he's so right. You know what I mean? Uh? And, okay, so. <laughs> So oh, just sorry, I gotta cancel this shit again. Just, sorry. just I mean, no, on that note, right? Yeah. Like you know, we are facing inflation and recession at yeah, the same yeah. time. Right, right, right. Costs of sales are going through the roof. Yeah. Like you know, I'm and I know. I mean, business is affected everywhere. Mm. I'm also looking at numbers every day. I'm like like trudging through shit. Yeah. And I mean, the business community in general is feeling the heat, and we are all. Uh, like really feeling the burn And so I took a break I pulled out my phone I'm mm. on the TikTok right And this video comes out <sighs> About all these alleged corruption scandals <laughs> And I'm I'm looking at it And like for one of the alleged incidents 
Like the bribe was a hundred million euros, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking here I am, working my butt off, <laughs> over thousands of dollars, yeah, yeah, yeah. and people are taking bribes of a hundred million euros. Yeah, yeah, you know how much ringgit it is. Ui, crazy. That's like nine hundred million ringgit. Yeah. I think. What we doing yeah. with our lives, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. So you see why these people, like like corrupt officials in particular, deserve mm-hmm. to be put away for a very long time. 12 years. And that's only because we are civilized and we don't do and we don't kill them anymore. Uh. <laughs> it, uh, you know what I did like yeah. right after the whole Darren, announcement. Darren, if I were to quote you from a previous episode, <laughs> mm. you would rather just skin them alive, right? I would rather hang them. Oh. Cool. Yeah, no, the skinning was was a hypothetical mm. that a show raised. Yeah. I see. So I would rather hang them. Okay. So kind of like after the whole announcement, mm-hmm. Najib's going to prison and all mm. that, I was like uh, scouring through Twitter, people celebrating on Twitter, uh-huh. Facebook, mixed reactions, And then I went to Google. I typed Najib Razak and Singapore leaders. Uh-huh. And then I saw his photos. Like the guy got a very good welcome here in Singapore. Like yeah. photo with Prime Minister, with President, mm-hmm. with all the ministers. Like, Whoa, mm-hmm. this guy is going to jail. Damn, he's got, son. <laughs> <laughs> not. He's got some swag Shit, about man. him. Bro. Oh, and his father ex Prime Minister. So yeah, yeah, this is like pedigree, you know. Man, he, he was kind of pedigree. He solid his his father's legacy. He started yeah poli- his political journey at 23, you know. Mm. 23 years old. Aye. And now prisoner at 69. <laughs> you know, 69, yeah, 69. Yeah. Mm. Oh, he's 69. 69. Oh, he's that old. Yeah, he will, he will, yeah, I mean, if the prison sentence is actually 12 years, mm. <laughs> which I don't think it will be yeah, 12 I years, don't think it'll be so. he'll probably be released at the age of 81. Uh, oh, wow. Which is technically still okay, considering... Mm. Tuan Dr. Mahathir is 90 plus. <laughs> <laughs> he might he you he might just re-enter politics. Yeah. Oh, wow. Who knows? Mm. Like Anwar. Mm. Wow. Yeah. If he gets a royal pardon, right? Oh, so some Malaysian listeners were uh-huh. suggesting that. Uh-huh. Oh. They were saying, Ayah Azhar, this is a very fast one. Uh, you go <laughs> in later after that. So they they were, uh, I mean, they were, they were, they were saying, uh, Most probably, Barisan National will try to compete in this upcoming election. Mm-hmm. And if they win, they'll try to get a royal pardon. Mm-hmm. And maybe, I don't know, mm. shit might happen. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that can be considered. I don't know whether they'll, I mean, <laughs> they'll this make is the, happy. La. This is the interesting part about Malaysian politics. Right. They will always intrigue mm. us. Yeah. Because we know Yeah right This shit is That's never gonna why, happen bro. here man. Yeah I know that oh, <laughs> You got royal, royal pardon all yeah, this yeah. Yeah, yeah. But down here don't have you know no, You can no take pride thing. in that Yeah <laughs> like over there it's like It's like legit it's happening You know what I mean like, Man mm. We are taking a short break uh, With our friends from the Bravo Realtors yes. Right after this Don't go away We interrupt this program to bring you This podcast is proudly brought to you by your friends from the Bravo Realtors. Yes, and if you want to do your property health check today, do so by calling this number. That's 8100-2300. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors. Uh, today we have uh, we have our friends from Bravo Realtors. I think they shared about a case study mm-hmm. of a single uh, H- three room HDB buyer who's motivated to upgrade to a condo in five years. How would you even do that? Yeah, yeah. this recently <laughs> or okay. So this guy his salary is about six thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay, five thousand okay. plus, like, close okay. to six thousand. So he based on his loan and his CPF usage, mm-hmm. his budget, which is about four hundred plus. Mm. Okay, so he bought a three single. room. Single guy. Okay. Yeah. So he bought a three-room flat. Okay. In Pungol at mm-hmm. uh, 410. 410. Okay. So when I calculated... When? He, uh? Sorry? 410, 410 for a three-room. 
Oh, when was this? Now three room is four hundred and ten. Last week. Wow. <laughs> wow. Expensive. Pongo yeah. some more. Pongo yeah. isn't exactly. Wait, is Pongo like it's a? It's a new flat. So. It's about eight years. Eight, eight years old lah. Okay lah. Wow. Not, not, not. Yeah, too, I mean, not, it's, not, too old. Yeah. not the old flat. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I mean, Pongo is not exactly like in prime location area. No, not yet. But And I think really they are quite developed. Mm. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah well, well developed. Well developed. They have oh, a lot of things there. The also, thing yeah. I can't stand about Pongo always jam, bro. <laughs> morning, 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 morning. Ah, uh, jam. Afternoon also lah. Oh yeah, yeah, lunch, lunch. <laughs> oh, you interesting. Okay. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so I calculated for this guy, right? If he's going to use all of his CPF to pay. For his monthly mortgage, which mm. which is yeah. about thousand three a month. Okay. Mm. Okay. His break even in five years will be four hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. So okay. can you imagine buying at four ten and the minimum price you have to sell is four hundred and seventy five. Wow. Okay. Okay. So that will be very tough. Yeah. So I told him that look, I made some changes in his monthly mortgage. Mm. And, um, I gave him two options to pay half. Mm-hmm. Mm in his monthly mortgage in CPF and cash mm. or if he can pay everything in cash ah. okay so of course usually when you hear that they will say no lah I want to pay so much cash I want yeah, yeah. not have to pay for my car blah blah mm. blah yeah, so, yeah. so I said okay <laughs> have cars some more <laughs> ah. so I said, of course bro swinging bachelor man <laughs> yeah. so I counted for him I said look if you're going to pay everything in cash yeah, okay thousand three monthly mortgage in cash twenty thousand reserve your CPF that goes to into your OA will go back Into your uh, CPF OA, and then it will compound it, and the government will pay you that 2.5 percent, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. His break even in five years, right? Barely touch 400,000. Mm. Wow. So if you're going to sell, he could actually sell it at 450, mm-hmm. and let's say his uh, break even is, I think, is at 394 uh-huh. to be okay. exact, but 394. So if he sell it at 550, he would have about 56,000 um, cash proceeds, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Slightly shortage lah because you still have to pay agent fee and everything. Okay, but let's say fifty six thousand. Let's say fifty fifty six thousand. The amount that is going to be refunded into his CPF is about two hundred over thousand. Plus his twenty thousand and monthly of one thousand dollars back into his OA compoundingly, he would have about three hundred thousand in his CPF. Yeah, that enough can, enough to buy a one million dollar property. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Right? Because the deposit is 25% now, right? Yeah, so uh, 25%, 5% cash of 1 million is 50,000. Mm. Yeah. You have that from your cash proceed. Oh, yes. Your CPF Ooh, is yeah. um, 200,000. Mm. So 200,000 plus your stamp duty, your CPF can cover everything. Mm. The only Ooh. thing is you have to get a 750,000 loan. Uh. So I say, I hope you get married and then you can get a wife to get you <laughs> 750,000 loan lah, to yeah. buy a private. But technically, everything else covered. Mm. With these numbers that I shown him, from not being motivated, he is now trying his best wow. to ensure that he can pay at least a thousand dollars in cash from his first day and his house is not even completed because wow. we just bought it one week ago wow. I, I actually thought you were going to say now he's very motivated to get married so he can <laughs> because if he has if he can get a wife almost with the same income right probably uh-huh. they could now actually buy two instead of mm. just joining to buy one yeah. wow. if, if he wants to buy right? one uh Even um, actually, you can just you know tell him um, get motivated in make sure your your wage is increased mm. in the yeah, next yeah, five that's years. True, that's mm. true, yeah, yeah, I I think yeah, it's yeah, still yeah, possible. Still possible. Okay, yeah. but you know you all mm. talk about motivation, and the mm. fact is that all these planning that you all do mm. tend to be more long term in nature. Mm. Right? Yes, yeah. you need to keep at this for five years, yeah. then you mm-hmm. can see the returns. Mm-hmm. But that is five years of pain, you know, because uh. of the high cash that you're forking out every every month for the mortgage, right? Mm. So like, have you ever encountered cases where like Two years in, three years in, and then they just tell you, "Wow, oh, I really cannot do this anymore." No, but even if that happens, you can't do anything. You can't sell in three years. Mm. Yeah, 
Oh. Remember the, the the putting aside the twenty thousand uh, in CPF mm. uh, as a reserve. Mm. So that could act as a buffer for wow. your next purchase. I mean, next payment that you can't afford to pay. Mm. Oh, Unless so you lose your job, lah. Then yeah, I think yeah. it's a bit difficult because in Singapore, right? We have TDSR to help us, not say help us, lah. Like I don't think the bank will allow you to over leverage. Yeah. Actually, if you're going to take a bank loan, the bank should be more afraid mm-hmm. that you mm. cannot pay your mortgage. Because uh-huh. we have already the banks have already done their checks, right? Right. And okay, based on your income, fifty-five percent TDSR, you technically can't afford this amount monthly. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you don't afford, or you you eventually cannot afford, there must be some kind of mismanaging yeah. in terms of either you took paying up to uh, up a new loan or buy mm. unnecessary things mm. or uh. probably lose your job. I think that is the most important. Yeah. I okay, think. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So mm-hmm. it is important uh, to yep. make sure that you have all these things in mind. Mm-hmm. To, to How much money to use? <laughs> when to enter? When to exit? These yeah. are the questions that you must ask yourself. Like, I think if a single person can actually have that sort of plan, right? Yep. And if you have family, uh, right now married, you're tuning in. Yeah, you yeah. want to get married. Uh, best this, time. Yeah, this is the best time mm-hmm. for you to plan and uh, get yourself uh, acquainted with your friends from the Bravo Realtors through these channels. Yes. So if you want to call them, do so right now at this number. That's it. I repeat, that's 8100-2300. Alternatively, you can also find them on their IG at the Bravo Realtors.